Hey friends, welcome to Tuesday and thanks for joining me for today's episode of Enough for Today. We are uh, wrapping up Psalm 55 today and then we will press on. And I have yet to look at our list to find out if the next Psalm is 56. In fact, you know, that's what I'm going to do right now. Let me just take a look uh, real quick at my list. Um, Yeah, we're going on to 56 starting tomorrow. So if you want to read ahead, go ahead and do that. And then we will uh, skip 57 because we've already done that. Uh, So we're moving right ahead. So thanks for sticking with me on this journey through the Psalms. We're slow walking because we are just taking a verse or two or three at a time and letting God speak to us and help us process the experiences of our humanity. Well, we've journeyed with David uh, as he's gone top to bottom through this trial in this Psalm of uh, experiencing the uh, the coup, the overtake, the overthrow attempt by his son, Absalom, including the betrayal of his friend and counselor, Ahithophel. And we left off yesterday with verse 22, cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee and he shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. And I got to tell you, you know, we could just park on that verse every single day. Um, because even as I come at this verse today, afresh and anew, I've got a whole new set of, of uh, things going through my head that need to be solved. Questions that I need answers to, uh, problems that I need God to intervene in, and uh, ways and direction, wisdom that I need God to give clarity on. And so cast thy burden. It's just good every day. But uh, we, we don't want to rehearse what we did yesterday, so let's move on. David says then in verse 23, But thou, O God, shall bring them down into the pit of destruction. Bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in thee. So, first of all, the contrast, the word but. So, uh, the verse, verses 22 and 23 go together in that sense because there is a casting. My responsibility is to cast my burden on the Lord and believe and trust that he will sustain me and make me unmovable. And then the but thou, okay? But thou, O God. So I want you to catch this. The responsibility when you cast your burden, uh, the the big responsibility rests on the Lord. Um, So, but thou, O God. David is is choosing to put the burden on God and to reckon with, now it's God's responsibility. And in this sense, big picture, it's justice that he's considering. Um, thou sh- uh, but thou, O God, shalt bring them down into the pit of destruction. Bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their days. The first part of this is justice belongs in God's hands. God's going to bring about final judgment He's going to bring about the destruction of those that are trying to destroy him and his purposes. So one of the one of the blessings of this is that uh, the wicked one cannot in any way thwart the good purposes of God in your life. Your enemy, whether that's a human. Now, uh, we know that really our real enemy is not human. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. That's our real enemy. But in the, in the very uh, experiential sense, whether we're being betrayed and oppressed by those that we know and work with and maybe that we considered at one time friends or thought we were in pe- at peace with, or whether this is uh, in big picture, uh, the, 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 the global enemy of sin and Satan and wickedness, 
God's going to bring about justice and uh, destruction. He's going to destroy that which destroys, okay? And then a general principle, a universal, uh, I'm sorry, more general than universal, okay? It's, it's, it's a general axiom that is generally true, although there are outliers and exceptions. Bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their days. The reality is a violent, deceptive, uh, treacherous life leads to a short life. And that's all throughout the Word of God. And it was certainly true in the case of Ahithophel, who I think hanged himself, and then um, Absalom, who uh, was killed um, by the justice of God. And, And David's reign was preserved. It was a tragic end to a tragic story. But, but David's, uh, whether a prophecy or whether he's writing this looking back, David's general principle bore, bore out to be true in both of the lives of these men that had betrayed him. Bloody, deceitful men shall not live out half their days. This is where scripture, where God is merciful in that he's warning. He's warning the person that would choose a violent lifestyle or choose a treacherous lifestyle or a deceptive, uh, exploitative lifestyle that uh, you're, 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 you're you're walking on very thin ice. And God's mercy says, return, repent, come back to him. So the responsibility is in God's hands. Final and ultimate justice and vengeance is the Lord's responsibility, and it's a certainty. We can rest in the fact that injustice will know an end. And generally speaking, we want to train and raise up the next generation to understand this principle that a bloody and deceitful A lying, deceptive, violent lifestyle is a a fast track to a short life. And then David ends the psalm with this final resolution, but I will trust in thee. I will trust in thee. Now, let me just ask you to take a moment and take a little inventory of what is it, what is most dominant on your mind? What, What is creating the most concern, anxiety, what are you, and maybe you're not even afraid or anxious, but maybe your mind is just, this is what happens in, in my life, okay? I am not always fearful or anxious, but when, I, when I'm facing a big decision, I'm, I'm churning it over in my mind. It's just, it's just like, like those slow homemade ice cream machines that's just gradually grinding and grinding and grinding and grinding. I feel like my mind sometimes has an unanswered question or an unresolved problem, and it may not be rising to the level of anxiety, and it may not be making me cynical or, or frustrated or irritated, but it's just occupying my psyche. And sometimes my wife or my family or even the staff will go, you know, they'll, they'll see that my mind is churning about something. Um, and, and here it is. David says, I will trust in thee. And I think this is not, um, this resolution doesn't answer the problems immediately. It doesn't solve the problems or the questions immediately, but it does give them a place. And it does call us to waiting and seeking and listening to the spirit. I think sometimes that churning that I feel is, is that it's like a waiting on God and I'm listening. I don't want to miss a cue from the Lord. Uh, in 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 bringing about the solution to this particular situation. And just personally, I would share with you, if you are a regular viewer of this devotional, 
I would really appreciate your prayers right now because we are in the last few weeks before school starts and before we really hit into a new season of ministry, church and school. And our ministries experienced um, a rapid surge forward that is hard to keep up with. It's hard to grow. It's hard to grow into it as fast as it's growing, um, in terms, especially in terms of the school, but, but both. And so um, we're having to make a lot of decisions quickly, uh, structurally, administratively, uh, in terms of staffing, in terms of serving the church and school family well. And uh, I really need what I'm talking about right now. I need, number one, to trust in the Lord, but I need God to, I need to listen. I need God to point and give wisdom and clarity. And I'm sure you do too in your life. And it's always a good landing place. God's going to handle the problems. God's going to right the wrongs. God's going to deal with justice. Uh, the people that have tried to hurt me, people that are lying about me, people that are slandering me, God will deal with them. God will take care of that. But I'm, I, got, I got enough going right now that I'm just going to trust in the Lord. And I'm going to park right there. And God, I'm going to follow you today. I'm going to ask you to guide my decision making. I'm going to ask you to give me clarity and wisdom today. Look up, uh, trust him, follow him, grab a hold of his hand. And as Ephesians 5 says, be therefore followers of God as dear children and walk in love. So I love how David ended his psalm, but I will trust in thee. And that's a great way to journey through our midweek, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. So thanks for joining me today. Remember Psalm 55. We've learned a lot of great things and we'll pick it up in Psalm 56 tomorrow. See you tomorrow.